episode 158. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. Hey, um, I don't know if you guys, some of you guys probably don't know about our YouTube channel, that the show now is on video as well as a podcast. So we usually uh, put that out on the James O'Connor Agency YouTube channel about a week or two after the podcast comes out on SoundCloud and iTunes. So please check that out. And also continued uh, thank yous to those signing up on the Dharmic Evolution community page, Facebook page, that is. Yeah, it really, um, I'm really uh, appreciative of all of the circulation that's getting in different countries and people checking in and finding out what's going on around the world. And we're in the middle of all that and uh, happy to be so. And uh, if you know of somebody who is a serious singer-songwriter, um, send them over to dharmicevolution.com. Go to the guest tab and you can fill out the application right there. And uh, we'll check out your music and see if we can get you on this show and help you with your career. That's why we're here. Okay, that's what we do. But today we're in Burbank, California with one of Disney's finest. Yes, she's a talented singer-songwriter, originally from Connecticut, went to an arts high school for musical theater, and she has relocated to Burbank, California. She's been preparing her whole life for the adventure that she is right on now, looking towards completing her second album and just celebrating her 22nd birthday a few weeks back. We're spending some time with Faith Ziegler. You better strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. On the Dharmic Evolution today, we're in California with Faith Ziegler. Uh, Faith, welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. Oh, thank you. How are you doing? We finally got this together, right? Finally, yeah. It's been yeah. a long, hard road, but that's kind of cool because that's how the music industry is. So it's yeah. only fair that it interviews that way. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. And you're not the first one who's had uh, techno you know, technical challenges, you know, getting on because yeah. Skype is uh, sometimes it's good. And depending on where you live, it's it can be funky at times. So uh, so we're connected good now. So I'm glad to have you here. I love the shirt. Very cool shirt. Give yeah, us a description I on this. Got my Rapunzel. <laughs> <laughs> The description is basically that I'm like obsessed with Disney and Halloween's coming and I'm actually going to Disney after this. Um, <laughs> you mean right after well, this interview? Well, like two hours after because, you know, Halloween, they got Halloween stuff going on. So I've got my Rapunzel ripping for Halloween. <laughs> so are you going to the one in California or are you flying down to Florida? <laughs> no, no. I'm flying to Florida next year. I'm going to the Disneyland one in yeah. California. Yeah. Right. And before I forget, a very happy belated birthday to you. Thank you. Yeah, September, Thank right? You. The end of September? Um, September 13th. Oh, so I was or, the, um, 13th. Yeah, that's my that's my day. It's the 13th. I like the night. You know, I wrote a song called 13 because everybody was all superstitious about 13. I like it. I, I always have a good day on Friday the 13th. Me too. <laughs> like this past one, two weeks ago, I had a great day. That's actually the day I got hired at Disneyland. So. Did you really? Yeah, my lucky thirteenth. I got hired at my dream place. No so. kidding. So <laughs> when? So is this just recent? Like, um, or, or have you been there a while? Did it just happen this year, or? Um, it just happened. Yeah, wow. I've been, been going as a guest for a year, and I just got hired as a cast member 
two weeks ago. So Thursday is actually my first day of training. Well, we could do a whole show on this. I come on, (laughs) spill your guts, girl. Tell us all about the world of Disney. This is amazing. Yeah, I know. I've got my two personalities, my music and my Disney. I got you. Yeah. Well, first (laughs) Um, of all, let me ask you this. Um, how just for the record to get all of us straight on the two Disney's because we have the one in Orlando and the one in California. So, give us the difference between Disneyland and Disney World. And I know I, I know Florida is substantially larger, but tell us what are the two different paradigms? I guess of of what's what is the conceptually what's the difference or is there any? There, there's a difference. Um, Disneyland is the very first park. Um, you know that's the one that Walt Disney crafted himself. Um, and it's the first one that opened and that one is just kind of like dropped in the city of Anaheim. So you're still, you know, in Anaheim and it's just Disneyland and there's only two parks, significantly smaller, but it's very dear to my heart still. Right. And Disney world is much larger. It's four parks, two water parks, and they call it Disney world because you're really just taken somewhere else. Like there's just woods around you. You're in the middle of nowhere. Basically they bust you out and it's just Disney world. Yeah. So that's the biggest difference for do those you, two. Do you know the um the the dates was I mean it was like a decade or two or or more right between the first one and when Florida got kicked off because um, well I I know that um Disneyland just celebrated its sixty first or sixty second birthday okay um, July seventeenth and then I don't know the exact date for Disney World since I'm not as familiar with that park but it was. Probably like 15 or 20 years later. I know that Walt Disney started the plans for it before he passed away. So it definitely was kind of around the same time. Yeah, because he had he had such a a steam of momentum going after that after California took off, you know, and then uh, it became just, you know, there's um, there's uh, 12 million people that visit Orlando every year. (laughs) It's like staggering. A million people a month go to Orlando. It's just like. That's wild, you know. Um, when I was down there the last time, I just Googled it and, and saw that, and it was quite a uh, quite a statistic. So Disneyland is alive and well. So tell us about, um, before we get into the music, tell us about your, um, your adventures there now. You're there as you've been hired as a performer. What are you doing there? I hope you're singing. Not yet. Okay. As of right now, I'm hired into doing attractions, so like all the rides I'll be working. Right. Um, this weekend, I'll be hired onto my specific attraction, which I don't know yet. So I just have a general basis of I know I'm working the rides. Um, but the good thing is in four months, I can transfer to entertainment. Right. Um, and they're, they're more likely to hire from someone that's already in the company over an open call. So my chances are so much higher of getting into entertainment. And that would be the best. So yes, maybe I will be singing in a few months in Disneyland. I think you will. I think once they discover you've been on the Dharmic Evolution with James Kevin O'Connor, they're going to go crazy. The flags are going to go up. The fireworks are going to go off. It's going to be wild. We got to circle back to this, but let's talk music for a little bit. So um, how how, you started, you know, singing and playing at an early age. How, How old were you when you first got like the bug to do this? Well, to get the bug, I I know it's the most stereotypical answer. Everyone says this, but since I was a baby, I mean, there's videos of myself at three years old running around my grandma's house singing Akuna Matata from The Lion King and just knowing all the words and just singing. And when I actually was like, oh, I can perform and not just sing around the house, I was probably 11 when I started doing talent shows and things. 
then got my guitar at 14, started writing songs, and that's when it like really hit like this is it. Yeah, you're you're quite the songwriter. Tell us some, tell yeah. us some of your heroes. Like when you were when you were growing when you're growing up. Like you're still growing up. We're all still growing up. But uh, like, who influenced you as you were? You know, like you know, a young girl. Like listening, you li- you're listening to Disney. You're watching Disney movies. <laughs> but on the radio, I'm sure you had some influences for there. Who who did you like? Well, at a young young age, um, I do remember my first album was Britney Spears. Um, and I'd be in my room recording myself singing, oops, I did it again, and my mom holds those over me. Right. It's unbelievable. Um, and then I got into, you know, Hilary Duff, um, and I admired her a lot. Then middle school, it was Hannah Montana. I loved Hannah Montana. I wanted to be her. I wanted to sing like she did. And then when I started songwriting, I discovered Taylor Swift, and I realized that, wow, I could really make this singing-songwriting thing possibility and i just look up to taylor swift i admire her and now currently it's still taylor ed sheeran you know songwriters like that um i actually met ed sheeran once and he just gave me the best advice about songwriting to just keep writing and yeah i realize now i'm starting to gravitate more towards the singers that write their songs too right Um, because obviously there's great singers and there's great performers and artists that have songs written for them which is fine yeah and great they're still great i still love their songs but i definitely more admire the ones that write themselves because that's what i do that's what i'm trying to do yeah so i look up to them so tell us what did ed sheeran say did he say anything besides write? just keep writing songs did he say anything else he said you know just keep writing every day and you know keep practicing you know even if you're not the best at guitar keep practicing guitar and keep singing um and he was so sweet i think i was only 17 or 18 at the time right and i had you know a small little album that i did as a 16 year old it wasn't the best but it was in my eye it was good for that age yeah and you know he took it he listened to it and i saw him two days later and he you know told me like oh yeah it was good like even if it was just a quick in passing i saw him and he said something i mean the fact that he remembered and listened and you know that was that meant a lot to me so Hopefully, did, if I see him again someday, I could tell him this. <laughs> well, did he also ask you to, hey, can you help get me a gig at Disney? Did he ask you that too? <laughs> <laughs> well, at that time, I still lived in Connecticut. Oh, okay. So I, would, I hadn't been to Disney, and the Disney bug hadn't kicked in too much. Right. Um, I still love Disney, but I didn't become like truly obsessed until I came here and saw the magic of Disneyland. But yeah. I'll, I'll have to tell them now that, you know, hey, I can get you into Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could say, listen, Ed, one condition that you open for me. How's that? Okay. <laughs> hey, I'd have to be opening for him too, but that'd be cool. That'd yeah, be cool. right. Either way, right? So let's listen to Faith Ziegler. This is called Boomerang. Here we go. This love is not that strong. Let me Just come back around 
deep voices in that <laughs> um i think my producer kind of messed around with some background vocals but right. um and then i think at one point when it kind of you know goes down and that little slide that my voice does i think that was definitely like a computer thing because yeah. I, I can't get that low i can't <laughs> it was very cool i love your style you're very you're very unique and original very refreshing you know um we were talking a little bit about production so give us the story now you moved from connecticut to california so you had to like recreate a whole new musical family out there so who are you working with uh in production um, I'm working with um, this guy. His name is Lamar. Um, he's so cool. He used to, you know, work with Timberland and do a few other things. I'm not going to get too deep into it because I don't know what he wants me to share or not. Okay. Um, but he's really cool. And it's interesting how we got connected because I was doing a show at a cafe, just, you know, an hour long, just me and my guitar. Um, and a friend of his was in the audience and came up to me after and gave me his contact information. So I looked him up and I was a little hesitant to message him at first because when I looked at his music, it seemed to go towards more of the hip hop R&B route. Right. So I was very hesitant to make that connection because I felt like it was pointless because I'm a singer songwriter. I didn't think that style would suit him. Yeah. But I messaged him and, you know, he emailed me back and we chatted on the phone and he actually said he was trying to get more into, you know, doing like pop and songwriter type music. So I was like, oh, okay, that could work. Yeah. Um, and we got together and that song boomerang actually is the first song we did and it was the first day we met um and we were like okay this is a trial run let's see how things go you sit over there and write lyrics i'm gonna sit here and produce a track and then we'll put them together and see what happens and if it works we'll continue and if not you know we'll move on right. and that's what came of it um we got that done in four hours um and then at the end of the session he was like okay this can work let's you know let's work together and, you know, help each other out. Um, so he will send me, you know, tracks of music that I'll write to and they'll be for placement for like TV, commercial movies. Um, and in return, you know, I get to keep those songs and he helps me with my own as well. Um, and he's, he's really great. He's clearly very talented as you can hear. Yeah. Um, and we have a few songs that are in the mix and master stage right now that I'm so excited to hear the finished product. But yeah, we've been, we've been working and, you know, we had a few setbacks over the summer cause I went home for a while and then he had some issues here, but now that everything's all settled, we're finally going to start getting back into the studio and yeah, we got some great stuff planned. So I'm so excited. Yeah. Lamar striking gold there. Lamar. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I liked what I heard on that. I like, I like all your stuff. Actually, I've only heard the three songs. So tell me, um, what are the plans for you as far as, do you have an EP out or you just have singles out or, or what's, what's the, um, you know, the present status of your library right now? Well, it's kind of a long, rocky story. <laughs> I like long, rocky stories. You know, <laughs> look at Rocky. He's got eight movies now, right? That's a long, yeah. rocky story. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was either last year or the year before. I don't know. It's been a long, chaotic um, road, so I don't exactly remember how long it's been. But I was signed on to do an album with another production company. 
Um, and it was the same one I did my first album with when I was 16. Um, and, you know, it came out pretty good. Um, and, you know, I paid them. I, we did the tracks and I was flying out there to record the vocals. Um, and I got to Oklahoma where they're based and the company was shut down. No oh. one had it to me. Everyone was just gone. Um, and luckily I was still able to get in touch with the producer that was doing the music. So wait, and you flew there and you showed I up to there. a dark studio with no, I did. <laughs> with, they were boarded but up. I was, still, I was still at the hotel. I, you know, had gotten ready and messaged the producer saying, you know, I'm, you know, getting ready. I'm going to be there soon. Um, and he had messaged me back and said, did no one tell you like this, the studios, the company is closed. Like, they even just forced me out of the studio. Like none of us knew they just kicked us all out. And, and I was such an emotional wreck. I called my poor mother absolutely crying. Cause I had like no money. I just wanted to get this album done. Cause I had promised the second album to so many people. And I was like, this is a disaster. And luckily I was able to get everything, you know, resolved and flew back home that day. Um, and I was just so just upset. And actually that same week is the week I did that show and got connected with Lamar so it was definitely one of those meant to be kind of one door closes, another opens kind of thing. Because yeah, I right. really just like, what am I going to do now? I'm out all this money. I did get the money back um, and everything's good. I won't oh, name well, names. Good. I don't want to, you know, give anyone a bad name of who these people were. But um, yeah, it was it was really stressful. But, you know, when I got in contact with Lamar, I told him the story and you know, he definitely agreed to he likes my music. He's going to help me um, produce an album because that was my goal is I want a second album because I have nothing right now you right. know like Boomerang is the first song I did and you know since I was 16 yeah so you know obviously the summer was a big gap of just nothing happening but now you know finally I'm hoping that the second album is coming soon so Boomerang's out I'm probably going to put out another song or two that is finished since it's been so long right uh, but then all those songs are going to go on an album hopefully by the end of next year would be my would be my goal. I'm gonna keep hoping on that. <laughs> great, great. I'm I'm really happy for you. You know, it's um, you're right. When when something like that happens, you just think like there's no, you're never gonna recover from this. You know, because that's that's crazy. I mean, you show up and you know, I can just imagine the excitement level you had in your blood. You know, just dying to get in the studio, right, and and ready to slam it, and then nobody's home. You know, it, yeah. it was it was real sad, and especially because he had produced good tracks. Yeah, but. But they were rough tracks because, you know, nothing was completed. So I was like, I have these tracks that aren't even good that I can't use. And now I have no album and no producer. But, you know, I met up with Lamar and, you know, he listened to everything and was like, we can do good. We could do good. So we're going to just redo everything and just start from scratch. And yeah, I'm excited. Tell me about your writing um, method. Do you mostly write on guitar? Do you ever write on piano? Do you write without a guitar? you write poetry like what, what's your what's your mo i wish i could play piano i can't so that All one's right. out okay <laughs> um, there have been there's been a, a big handful of songs that i have written on the guitar you know where i you know start plucking chords and write words to go with it but for the most part um I just write lyrics and the song will come in my head because i'm not the greatest guitar player you know i've got my basic chords you know it's it's very basic, you know, so that's just a backup for me when I perform. But when right. it comes to the songwriting, you know, I could produce a whole song in my head, right? you know, but I can't play it. So the lyrics will come as I, you know, can hum it. So I'll just have, you know, acapella recordings in my phone. Yeah. Um, and 
Yeah, so it's mostly the lyrics first with a little kind of an instrumental. Um, but for the most part, yeah, there's been a few, though, that have been on the guitar strictly, which is pretty cool. Right. When you um, when you first started doing this, did you realize that you were going to be like an artist? When you first started playing guitar and singing, did you did you know that like from the very, very beginning? I, th- I think so. I'd yeah. like to think so, because right. my favorite thing growing up was, you know, even as little eight-year-old me pretending to be Britney Spears, I would put on these fake concerts in my head. Like, I would take, you know, all my favorite songs that I knew, and I'd put them in an order as if it was a set list, and I'd just pretend to be whoever it was I was singing, and I would just be in my room. And I, my mom did have microphones and stuff, so I wouldn't use a hairbrush. I'd have a real microphone, and I'd be performing fake concerts i even went as far as like i'd like look online and find you know outfits and stuff and like be like okay i'm gonna wear this for these songs and like i'd imagine these full concerts in my head and this was way before i started writing my own songs and when i started writing my own songs then i'd put together like if i were to do a show with all my songs what would i sing and i'd write set lists with all my songs so i think i I always knew this is what i wanted to do even before i had the tools to actually be an artist yeah um but I just always knew, like, I want to tour, I want to perform and have all these big sets. And, ugh, yeah, I think I, I just always deep down knew this was this was for me. So you just didn't know that it was going to be Faith showing up. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah, transformation. <laughs> hey, let's do another one, Faith. What do you say? Do what I do while we're talking about it. Yeah. 
are a really, really good songwriter. Um, I was listening like an hour before we started, and I said, uh, you know, it just, it, it all clicked with me. I just said, there's, there's something very, you got something really special going on. And, um, you know, keep keep doing what you're doing. I mean, it, it, your, your writing is just great because you seem to have, um, you're channeling where you're supposed to be. And, and also, I want to commend you on... <laughs> We're talking on the break. You guys didn't get to hear it. We're just uh, wrapping up our conversation about the, um, you know, you doing your set list as a little girl. <laughs> but that's very prophetic because, you know, people actually now pay pay coaches thousands of dollars to teach them that technique. And you were doing vision boards when you were like eight years old. <laughs> yeah, I've always had a very direct vision of what I want myself to be. Um you know, obviously there's all these artists that need people to do it for them. And, you know, again, that's fine. Everyone, you know, runs at their own pace. Right. But yeah, me and my mom would always joke that like, I'm already just a, a million dollar golden ticket because no one has to do anything for me. Like I already know what I want my music to sound like, what I want my tours to look like, what I want my presentation as an artist to be. Um, and, you know, I've always joked that like, I'm ready. Someone just signed me and I'm ready to go, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and I obviously I spent years auditioning for, you know, shows like The Voice and X Factor and things like that. And it actually didn't hit me until just last week that, you know, I've never been able to imagine myself on those shows. You know, I kept trying, but I just those shows weren't meant for me because I just I already knew who I was. And, you know, shows like that wouldn't have ever helped me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it is a good platform to get, you know, a following. But that's just not the way I want to go, you know, because I know who I am and I you know, I'm already all set. You know, a lot of artists that go on that show, a lot of them do have a vision already, but most of them just want to sing and don't know where to go. Yeah. Uh, but I've always just known, you know, exactly what I want. That's fabulous. I mean, that's half the battle. Um, it takes people a long time to find their voice. And I don't mean just their sp speaking and singing voice, their, their inner voice, which is all connects to the same thing, you know. And that's kind of a lifelong quest for some people um, that just takes them, you know, decades in some cases to find that out. So, so that's a blessing that you know that early, you know, that's really great. And you're right. You don't need those shows because, um, you know, the branding aside, cause that's really, it's, it's important and it's powerful. You know, it's nice to have that. Um, but, but if you, if you know that, that's not your jam. You don't need to go there. Then you can be focused on where you do need to go. And and Disney resonates with you. It you does. Know? So you're in the right place at the right time. <laughs> you know. And I think it's just a matter of time before um, people start to embrace what you have. And uh, who knows what's going to happen at Disney? I think that's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> exactly. And Disney looks great on a resume, especially the entertainment, because it's so hard to get into there. Yeah. So people know you were with Disney. They know you're legit. One door closes, and another one opens immediately. Sometimes it happens in the same day. Right back to my interview with Faith, right after this. Are you a singer, songwriter, artist, or author? Are you in need of a platform for your career? Well, the James O'Connor Agency is in the business of helping you broadcast your global career. If you are needing to expand your presence in a big way, such as having your music and your voice heard around the world, well, look no further. We have the platforms here to help you catapult your career like no one else can. 
your artistry can be featured around the world on the James O'Connor Agency YouTube channel. Here at the James O'Connor Agency, we can expand your global career by being a featured guest on Dharmic Evolution for singer-songwriters and everyone in the entertainment industry. Or the James O'Connor Show, designed for authors, speakers, and thought leaders. Both shows are international radio, TV shows, and podcasts. Go to the JamesO'ConnorAgency.com and find out what we can do for your global career right now. Give us a, a little backstory on the song we just played, Do What I Do. Can you give us a, the story behind the song? Sure. Um, actually, this is not a song I wrote myself. Okay. Um, this I worked with a different producer. Um, their names are Jay and Sophie. Um, they're so awesome. They have a, kind of like a production company going. Um, and I've known them for years, for a very, very long time. And they're stationed out here. Um, and they had this song that they wanted to place in a commercial and they knew that my voice would be great for it. Right. So and they do, they do that a lot. They'll send me songs. Like I just did one with them last week, a Christmas song. So be on the lookout for that. Okay. Um, and they just sent me the song and said, you know, we feel like you'd be really great on this. Um, and of course they asked if I'd be okay singing a song that wasn't mine. Um, which, you know, of course, because I knew that this song was going to be more, you know, for them, for their needs, for the commercial. Um, and we ended up placing, um, so it's in a shoe dazzle commercial or it was, it was a few months back, but, um, the commercial did great and the song did great. And I'm really thankful that they let me have the opportunity to, you know, just sing in this. And that kind of opened my eyes thinking, you know, maybe if I can't be an artist and on the radio right away. What do you mean you, know, you can't I, be? You are. You already are. <laughs> I am, but there, there's definitely the possibility of also, you know, my songwriting's good enough that I can do commercial and placement and you know that's how a lot of artists right now start too is you know they make their money off of sending to tv and stuff like that and you know so so far that's a lot of what I'm doing and yeah. luckily all the songs can be used for myself as well so I'm kind of kind of doing a little double thing where I'm making an album and placing um at the same time so it's cool that's great congratulations on that by the way that's huge that you got that and let me ask you this Faith. Oh, did, did you feel did you feel like when you were doing something that wasn't written solely by yourself, did that help you connect to like, like maybe other, other pathways in your, you know, lexicon of thinking about songwriting? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cause obviously I know like when it comes to my albums, I want my own music on there. Um, but that was fun doing that. Cause I realized, you know, I just love to sing, you know, yeah. so just hand me a good song and I'll sing it. Um, and especially, you know, I got to make money off of it and I got to hang out with friends of mine and sing at the same time. So, yeah. I, That's you know, Disney I World all by itself. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd definitely be willing to do more stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I and I have. I've, I've done a handful of songs. I've done maybe like four or five songs with them. And even though they weren't songs I've written, they, you know, like I said, they've known me for a long time. So they know me very well. And they know what kind of songs resonate with me. So they had me do this song called See Me Shine. Um, I don't think it placed anywhere, but it was a very fun song to sing. Um, and it was just a very positive, you know, uplifting, you know, see me shine, you know, kind of song. And they know that that's kind of where my avenue is. Yeah. Um, so even though I didn't write the lyrics personally, it was a very, very fun song to sing and be a part of. So, yeah, yeah. it's definitely realized, like, I just like to sing, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I'd be open to things like that. I think the more you uh, 
open yourself up. I was, um, I recorded in Nashville a lot and I had written this song. I was down there last February and I, I wrote a song while I was down there and I, I brought it home. I kept working on it. And then all of a sudden I realized it wasn't gender specific. So I shared it with this amazing artist, uh, Rachel Williams, um, who who uh, sang like the other half with me, and we mixed it together, and it was just fabulous. And I think when you when you have those experiences, when you work with more and more people and bring more people into your world, it just I think it makes you know you bigger, but it makes the songs even better. You know, you know exactly. the, the possibilities. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, even the- with Lamar, I've done some songs like that too, where he's already had them, and it was like, you should sing on this; it'd be really great. So yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah, you got. It sounds like you've got a good tribe going on there. You got Lamar and uh, and Jay and Sophie, and uh, the the the, the family is going to continue to expand. I have a feeling. Awesome! Thank yeah. you so much. Let me ask you about gigging. Um, favorite places to play? Do you get out to play with um, some other musicians, or do you prefer going solo? Like, what's your favorite type of gig? Um, well, obviously, you know. I've always performed with just me and my guitar because um, okay. that's all I all I have access to because um, obviously out here people want money to be performers and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm not at that stage yet. I'm right. going to get. Yeah. But I don't mind, you know, just singing with me and my, and my guitar because it's just kind of natural for me because that's what I've grown up doing. Let me ask a better question. When you had all the, the you know, the, the you know, the dolls lined up and everything in your room, like, what did the stage look like? Was it a piano, drum set? Was it two guitars? But like, what was the the ultimate Faith Ziegler concert? What is it? Ultimate Faith Ziegler concert. Well, I, like I said, I do love Taylor Swift a lot. Um, yeah. So out of like what I want to do, I'm not trying to be exactly like her, but I definitely want to follow the lines. No, you're of- nothing like her. Yeah, I definitely yeah. want the lines of, I want a full band, of course, you know. And I've always been an entertainer as well. You know, I dance. So I'd want dancers and, you know, stuff like that. And, like, a whole big production. Of course, nothing, like, weird and too crazy, but definitely a full production that people could come and enjoy. And one thing about Taylor that she does that I have always wanted to do, so when I saw that she did it, I was like, I could do it. That's cool, because, I, you know, I didn't know. But she will sing about four songs, just her and her guitar. And even before I saw her doing this, I wanted to do that because yeah. that's where I started. You know, it was just me and my guitar. Right. So no matter how big I get or no matter what I do, I always want, you know, a big production, but also just a few songs I just sang on my own because, you know, that's my start. That's how I started. You know, everyone that's connected with me connected because they saw me just sing with my guitar. Yeah. Um, so that's probably what a show of mine would look like is, you know, a big fun. Everyone could just come have fun and. Still meaningful songs, still, you know, a lot of fun, but definitely like a few songs where it's just me. That'd be how I want my concert to go. <laughs> Nothing more intimate than getting out there with just guitar yeah. and you, you know? And if you can pull that off, I always say that the um, to doing that is the second scariest thing you can do in entertainment. And the first, yeah. I think, is stand-up comedian because <laughs> yeah. you got no net behind you. And if you're bombing, oh my God, that is a tough, you know, road to... to yeah. <laughs> isn't it it's like really scary hey yeah. um let me ask you this uh what do you like to do when you're not writing songs and when you're not at disney like what do you do for fun what do you like to do out there in california like socially uh, socially rock climber do you like bowling do you like <laughs> do you, you don't seem like a bowler I, to me 
I'm so bad at bowling. I'm the like <laughs> every other pin kind of bowler. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I like to do fun things like that, even if I'm no good at them. Right. Um, and I like to go to the beach and stuff. You know, since it's been such a rough, you know, three years of me living here, I haven't been able to do as much. Right. But, you know, definitely when I have more time, I do love to do stuff like that. And I actually found recently, my friend and I have been doing little Disney vlogs. And, like, we'll ask the characters questions and, you know. And I've realized I really like editing. I mean, I'm not crazy about it. And I'm not video amazing. Editing? But I do like video editing. I did take, you know, movie making courses in high school. And I've always liked to make little vlogs, you know. Yeah. And, you know, my family and I dancing and, you know, just being silly. And I'll put music over it. And so I do like doing that. You know, I'll spend a lot of time editing stuff. Which, I mean, will come in handy because you know how fans love all the back behind the scenes stuff. So, yeah. you know, that would be a good asset when I could make little vlogs and stuff for the fans. So I have liked doing that. That surprises people, but I do like that. Yeah. What what platform do you work on? Do you use Final Cut or what, what video editing software do you use? Um, well, my budget currently only allows me to do iMovie. Oh, okay. <laughs> iMovie's is- good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, and I'm not doing anything crazy like YouTubers, you know, so right. I don't need a professional, you know, thing. But, you know, I would like to someday reach the stage where I could really do cool things with Final Cut. But as of right now, I'm, I'm very happy with iMovie. Yeah. Yeah. Final Cut is, it's it's a really deep program. It, it, it is pretty amazing. Yeah. I, I probably, I learned these things, like I use Logic and I use Final Cut. And I'm pretty good on both of them because I've been using them for years. But I still only use about 20% of the capabilities because it's like, that's all you need. You know, you could spend forever learning that thing. It's like, I got I got other things to do, you know? Like songs to write and whatever, you know, there's other (laughs) things that need to be done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, do you have a writing regiment faith? Do you like, do you like say to yourself, uh, okay, this week I'm going to write on these particular days or do you just write, you know, as the, the muse comes in or like, what, what is your, your method if you have one? You just write when it comes. Okay. I've noticed when I try to force it, it's nothing happens Yeah. or Something will come out, but it'll be something stupid and pointless. Um, so I just write when I get inspiration or when I feel like I need to. Um, like, I will go, honestly, I'll get blocked and I'll think I'm blocked. But really, I'll just go four months without writing and think that, oh, my gosh, I lost the skill. I can't write anymore. And then yeah. I'll, like, in the next week, like, I'll write, like, three songs. Yeah. Um, and it's just because if you don't have the inspiration or the... You know, just nothing, if nothing comes out, nothing comes out. So, you know, I will go a, like long periods of time without writing. Like this past summer, I have not written anything. Right. I honestly, I had such a rough summer that I just, I wasn't feeling it. I didn't want to. But this past two weeks, I've written like three songs and they've been incredible. Um, and I have them close to my heart and I love them. And, you know, so that's just kind of how it is for me. Yeah. And I know artists do that too, of like they'll write and write and write and then record, put an out al- an album out, and then they'll go like a year or so without truly writing and then they'll get right back into it. So yeah. that's kind of how I do as well as I'll just go for a while without writing anything and then inspiration will just hit me. And in the most random places too, but you just kind of learn to go with it. It's kind of like there's a second person in your head that's saying, Okay, time to go. Yeah. And you just have to listen. So It's just like magic. Here we go with magic. Monday to Wednesday and skip right to Saturday. I can make sunshine shine on a rainy day. It's magic the way everything comes. 
comes my way Do, 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 ba-da Do, 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 ba-da Bus stop turns to a sailboat And sails into the skyline City lights sparkling inside my room It's magic the way everything comes my way It's magic Monday to Wednesday and skip right to Saturday I can make sunshine shine on a rainy day It's magic the way everything comes my way It's magic It's magic Just like that. It's just like songwriting. Magic. Yes. So, magic. so that I like that song a lot. Um, it's just, you know, and you have the ability to write. And I've always used, um, I think Brian Wilson is a great example of, you know, people who can write amazing songs and just get right to the heart of it and do a song like in less than three minutes. And that's really, really, really hard to do. And uh, you, you seem to have that ability. So... Yeah, there's definitely been my under five minute songs that I've written. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, sometimes I, I shudder when somebody sends me something and it's like, it's six minutes long. It's like, wait a minute. Whoa, it's, you know, unless it's uh, Bohemian Rhapsody or something, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's really, it's, you know, but if you can get to the heart of the song and do it in, you know, just really get to the point, it's it's a it's a great song usually, you know. So and I mean, I do my songs that are very long, but I feel like also they need to be, but yeah, definitely. Right. Do you, um, have you had any poetic um, uh, influences that you want to share or any books that like really um, just kind of like excited you to the point to connect you to your songwriting? Any, any literature at all that you can re- remember? Um, not anyone, you know, huge and well-known. Um, I've always been one for just like short story books and okay. you know fun things like that. Like obviously we read poems in school and stuff right. like that. Yeah. And I did write poetry, you know, in classes that I took for poetry writing. Um, but I'm I'm more of a um, like my favorite author of all time is Lurleen McDaniel, and she writes a lot of books about young adults with illnesses. Okay. And they're just very inspiring. Very. They are a little sad, but I just, I've always, you know, liked them because I just feel like that's such a good place to get songwriting from. Right. Um, you know, nowadays I read a lot of, um, I use apps that people just like me can post stories and just write random stories. And, and I read, you know, a lot of those. Um, 
And it's interesting because, you know, obviously you get your bad ones, but then you get some really amazing writers on these platforms. And I like to just give people, you know, opportunities and, you know, to get reads and publicity and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I've never been one to, you know, go and read, like, well-known Shakespeare and all these, right, like... Right, right. Robert like Frost that. and all that, yeah. <clears throat> but, but, yeah, I do like to read, you know, books and stories of, you know, people just like us and, you know, what very relatable storylines. And, you know, and you get inspiration from that. Like, I feel like there have been a few stories I've read where I was like, that could be a good song. Yeah. Um, there hasn't been that many, but, you know, I've definitely gotten you know, creative from some things right. I've read. But, yeah. Let me ask you about social media, because I know you're a Facebook girl. Are you also an Instagram girl? I am a very much Instagram girl. Okay. Um, anyone that sees my Instagram will know exactly the kind of person I am, um, because it is taken over by Disney, all things Disney. Um, I don't know if we've connected yet. I, I always do it after the show, but I know I know we're connected on Facebook. I'll have to hit you up on Instagram, because, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's my jam too. I'll give everyone this warning that um, it is, yeah, it's definitely all Disney as of right now. Good. But I found that's a good way because, you know, I used to just be a music account. I used to just post, you know, family and friend photos and music stuff. Right. And like never got anywhere with that. Um, but since I became a Disney account, I have gained such a following. I mean, it's you, still when not When you say became a, a Disney account, what does that mean? Did, did you connect to their brand? In, in? Um, like kind of that just, that just means there's you know people that you know they just post things about Disney all the time. Oh, okay. Um, so basically, they're just a Disney account because that's like all they post. Right. Um, and since I did that, I've gained a, a very large following. Not you know too huge, but a big enough following. And you know now when I do post something music, I have people that are paying attention. You know, and before it was just like my friends and family, but now I have all these people around the world that connected through Disney. Um, and then they discover I have songs and they're like, wow, that's really cool. Um, so I'm, you know, using that as kind of like a little buy-in to like gaining fans and stuff. Um, and it's yeah, but working. That's okay. Because that's really oh. where you belong. That's, that's your, that's your sweet spot because, you know, look at you, the shirt, you work there now, you love the place. I mean, what's not to love, right? So, <laughs> exactly. so that works for you. I think it's, uh, I think it's perfect, you know? We all need a little magic and belief every once in a while. Yes, absolutely. Tell me, as we're winding down here, Faith, what are you looking forward to most for, um, you know, the, the, the rest of this year is coming to a close pretty quickly. But um, as we go through the last couple of months here and then into next year, what are you looking forward to most in your life coming up? I'm looking most forward to finally getting the album done because this has been like a two year struggle and battle and raising money and then losing the money and then losing, you know, the opportunity. And having exactly. Yeah. So I'm just really excited and looking forward to finally getting an album done because, you know, as much as I love Disney and I love, you know, being there all the time and working there and stuff, I still like my passion is music. Right. And, you know, Disney will be a fun, you know, part-time as I'm working my way up and, you know, things like that. But I want to do music. And it's been hurting me a lot that I moved out here. And, in a, like, in a nutshell, it feels like nothing's happened. I mean, I have had a few little victories with, you know, Do What I Do being placed and recording a few songs. But I, st I feel sometimes like I moved out here for nothing. Um, so I'm really looking forward to, like, finally getting an album and having something to show. Right. Um, and I, that, I think that'll help me a lot is getting back in the studio regularly. Um, 
So I'm definitely looking forward to that because it's it's been a rough year. 2017 has just been. <sighs> yeah. I mean, this whole fiasco when I went to Oklahoma was in January. Right. So like literally the start of this year has just been, you know, so I'm excited for the end of this year to things to start to look up, yeah. you know, and I'm just so excited to see what next year brings now that I'm finally starting to get what I want now. Yeah, great. Hey, um, give us the best place we can connect with you, get fans to come to see you, uh, find out about your music, purchase your music. Do you have a website or where do we go to find out about Faith Ziegler? Well, there's two places depending on what side of me you want. Okay. <laughs> you can go to my Instagram, which is Faith Trust Pixie Dust 13. Okay. Very Disney. <laughs> um, and that's more of you could see me and who I am and you still get music, you still get Disney and you can just see who I am. Um, and then you can go to my Facebook page, which is faith Ziggler music. And there is more strictly music, but you know, there is still some stuff that I post, you know, from Disney and from my life and things like that. So if you want to avoid the Disney part, but still get me go to Facebook. And if you want all of it, go to Instagram. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Faith, thank you so much for being here on the Dharmic Evolution today. I really appreciate you coming by, sharing all your music, your stories, your ambitions, and your shirt and your birthday, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun day spent at Disney, as usual. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks so much. And I just want to wish you all the best success and, and love and luck in the world. Thank you so much. Do you ever wonder why you were created? and what you're here to do? Then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Wanna Be Loved, State of Grace, and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent, TV star, and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, jameskevinoconnor.com, Geography of the Soul, a beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Boomerang. Do what I do. And magic. Making all of her dreams come true? Faith is working with producers and artists as she continues to write and fine-tune her career. She can see exactly where she needs to be to make it all happen. Don't forget to tune in to both Instagram and Facebook. Say hello to Faith, support her, check out her songs, and I also want to encourage you to visit dharmicevolution.com. Check out her show and blog profile right now. Faith is now on the site, and people from around the world are logging in to see and hear all about Faith Ziegler and her music. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Why just settle for the map? 
Oh, oh, oh. 